one to podcast episode 67 of Calling the Power Ring. I am your co-host, Matt Turner. With me as always, my tag partner, Blue and Gold. My good buddy, Young Lion and uh, young, young Lion, uh, Shota Umino, Renderita. <laughs> I was trying to like think of uh, a way to mix my name with one of theirs, but I have nothing right now. So I'll take Young Lion, though. That's fine. <laughs> How you doing? Well, I am terrific. Beautiful Friday. Uh, I'm excited for you for tomorrow. You're on the show with my all-time favorite MMA heavyweight, Frank Mir, tomorrow. Yeah. I, I heard he's not wrestling. He's just making an appearance. But still, that's pretty cool. That's a PPW in Hazleton. And um, I heard that Austin Aries is training him. And Austin Aries is coming, so that's how they got Frank Mir. Yeah, that's what I heard as well. I heard Austin Aries is training him, and Frank Mir is training him to do like some amateur MMA. Oh, I don't know. Wow. Yeah, that's the rumor. What I want to know is, what's your, it's like you're chewing on something. What are you eating there, sir? Ham. A piece of ham that my mom made the other day. She gave me a piece of, uh, I wanted to eat real quick because I didn't really eat lunch yet. So, a piece of yeah, cooked we're, ham. We're rocking and rolling. What we're going to do for you folks is usually end the show with the pay-per-view. We're actually going to start the show with the pay-per-view Clash of Champions. And full disclosure, I know I didn't see the whole thing, and I'm assuming you didn't either, did No, you? no. It was one of the pay-per-views that kind of snuck up on me, and uh, I wasn't too terribly interested in it, to tell you the truth. Yeah, when I got to work on Sunday, I went to go visit my parents because they just came back from a cruise and they had a gift for Lily. Nothing for me, but they got something no. for Lily. And then I, I always go and see my uh, my grandfather afterwards, and then I had dropped something off at my in-laws. It's like by the time I got home, I saw a couple matches. I showered, saw a couple matches, fell asleep. But I you know, I guess the matches that are kind of musty that I missed, or I heard Roman and Rowan was really, really good. And I heard the tag match, tag tag match from the Revival day was really no. good so i'm gonna have to get back to that i plus i was so busy this whole week we we're trying to just finish up the the yard work this week you know putting away the lawnmowers so hopefully that's done and then dentist appointment and then what else mm. no, I, have to, I have to get a new dentist because my dentist uh unfortunately died so how about that cool. yeah he, he was in bad shape for a while yet and then he finally closed the practice and uh they said they we're going to send everybody to another dentist, but it's like two towns over. I'm like, I'm not going there. And then, then I, I read in the paper, he died. I was like, oh my God. Stomach That's cancer. That's what happened to mine. Yeah, really? He's battling, he's battling cancer back and forth. And you know, we go every six months. Yeah, yeah. Usually that's they, how I do. Usually, usually they have the mine, and Amber's appointments right around the same time. So they said, oh no, he's fine. And then we got a letter in the mail saying that he's really sick with cancer. They're going to be closing the practice. And then like the next day, we, we, we heard that he passed away wow, so, wow yeah. that's crazy I think that's something yeah same thing I mean he was in and out and he came back and he's doing pretty good but I guess it finally got the best of him he had and he sold the practice but then uh, he died shortly after I was like oh my so I don't really have a dentist right now so I'll, I'll yeah. figure one out but uh, yeah, figure one out. yeah I had a what was it a parent teacher uh, beginning school thing I had to go to that I kind of got forced into going which oh, was kind of kind of pointless yeah. Um, hey, we want your kids to do good. So do we. All right, let's go. <laughs> that's basically what it was, and then it was a whole bunch of things for like college careers. I mean, she's only in ninth grade. Yeah, I don't so think she got worried about college quite yet. <laughs> yeah, this I mean, it does sneak up. But anyway, yeah. let's jump into it, sir. Jump into for what we saw in Clash of the Champions. What I understand, uh, you let me know if you saw. I kind of have the match order here a little bit. The cruiserweight title match. Did you see this? No, I didn't. And apparently, that and AJ versus Cedric was on the pre-show. And I heard the cruiserweight match was pretty good, and AJ versus Cedric was only five minutes. So that was one of the matches I was looking forward to the most, and I was like, I'm not even going to go back and watch that. Because only five minutes, I believe there was a screwjob finish. It really wasn't a screwjob finish. What happened was AJ hit him. They basically put like ten minutes worth of moves in a five-minute match. Okay. And God bless them for, you know, for, for trying here. 
obviously Cedric and AJ are two fantastic talents. I know this is something that I think everybody's looking forward to. Basically, AJ hits like the clash on the floor, mm-hmm. and then he hits the phenomenal forearm. And um, did he hit another clash? I forget what happened. He basically hit like three big moves in a row. And then Anderson Gallows came down, and they started beating up on Cedric, and I'm like, okay, someone's probably going to make a save, and that was it. They kind of buried him, and it was in Charlotte, North Carolina, and that's right around where Cedric's from. So I'm like, boy, way to, way to bury the hometown guy yeah, here. They like to do that. In every other wrestling place, you know, the, the hometown guy usually wins, but not in WWE. They always have the home guy lose, and it's like, uh, you know, they like to send him home happy. I guess not with that, though. So the best thing is so, if you're in WWE, don't say you don't have a hometown. Say you come from some foreign country. Oh, I come parts from unknown. Uh, yeah, parts unknown. That way, hey, they never they never run a show from parts unknown. At least they don't think so. Yeah. So, uh, Kulak retained in the first. Uh, I didn't see that one. I did go back and watch the AJ match because it was only five minutes. I just don't understand. AJ retained, and then I believe they started the pay per view out with Nakamura and the Miz. I did not see this. Nakamura got the got the victory. I heard it was um, not too hot. I seen the very the finish of it, and that was it. No, the Miz kicked, kicked out of the King Shasta from what I'm told, and nobody's nobody's kicked out of that yet. Oh wow, how about that? So I don't know. The Miz is a good guy. I just I'm not that into it all. Kid, kid, you gotta watch the Miz and Miz as he comes off as the cool. He's a Street Fighter tournament where he's playing all of Maurice's family from mm-hmm. Quebec, and they all speak French, and he's all like he's destroying them. He's all like trash talking to Maurice as a couple sides. You need to you need to put one of them over. <laughs> Calm down. It's pretty funny. Uh, let's see. Uh, what else? There was uh, um, oh, Bailey and Charlotte. I didn't get a chance to see I wanted to see that. I, I Actually, the first, the first match was a tag title match. Oh, yeah. Got to make yeah, so Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler versus Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman. And they, they kept the belts. Or no, they lost the belts, I mean. I thought they were going to keep them, but they lost them. How about that? Every review that I listened to or that I read was like, well, yeah, everybody's out. It's coming there and lose the belts. I'm like, not me and you. Are we stupid? Like, we're like, oh, yeah, they're going to keep the belts. Yeah, I thought that would add to the main event if there was tag champs going into the main event, but I guess not. And it's, it's weird. It's like, we'll later fast forward. It's like Seth and Braun can't, you know, defeat them together, but yet on Raw, Braun can beat up both tag team champions. <laughs> yeah. It's like, ugh. That. Anyway. Yes, I heard this one was... Was all right. Didn't, yeah, did not Robert Roode pinned Seth Rollins, so that I believe he wrestled him on the run, and Rollins got the win back. Because obviously they shot the big angle at the end of the show, but it's like you can always you know use that for a TV match or a gift. They can always yeah. use it for house shows. Uh, yeah. Bobby main events, Bobby Roode challenging for the heavyweight title. Like yeah. Shooting at the house show business stuff, but it was smart in some sense. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it kind of it's a makeshift tag team where it's like, eh, I, I don't know. I think I would have had them keep the belts. I think it would have been a. Uh, more dramatic main event if they were tag team champions going into it. Apparently, me and you were the only ones yeah, that were that way, sir. What do we know? Bailey and Charlotte, this match got less time than AJ and Cedric. I think it was like 3 minutes and 40 seconds. Yeah, so it's like, ugh. I thought that was a match I was looking forward to, too. I'm like, it's uh, 3 minutes and 45 seconds. It's like, ugh. And Bailey, what? And she, did she cheat the one? Yeah. The whole match kind of started out with. As soon as the bell rang, Bailey hit it with the, with the big boot, with the, the Yakuza kick. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, oh, man, they're starting out hot. And it was basically the whole match. Charlotte had the advantage, and then Bailey gets the rope. She takes out the bottom turnbuckle and basically dropped holes. Charlotte into the unprotected turnbuckle. Bailey gets the one, two, three, and then takes the belt and runs up the ramp like she's, uh, <laughs> she's late for the next cl- next period class in yeah. high school. Yeah. I, I did see that little highlight, and I thought that was kind of cool. Because she's kind of like, 
She's half bad, Bailey. She's not fully bad yet, but she's she's a little bit bad. <laughs> and then next was uh, what the revival versus the New Day. I did not see any of this. And I heard this was great. And the I revival won by submission. Yeah. I did see the end where the revival with the, sh- the shatter machine on the Biggie on the outside, and then they hit it to, to uh, Xavier Woods, and they ripped off Xavier Woods like his his tights, like they ripped them. Okay. So they, they can take the knee brace off and they put them in like that knee bar. Oh, that's that was a the finish. finish. I was like, oh man, that was really cool. And I heard that they they said I only saw that, but I, I heard this match was really really good. I mean, the the new day do not get enough credit for how great of a tag team they are. Doesn't matter which three are in there, but like their feud with the Usos over the last like five years fell so under the radar. That was like one of the best tag feuds in all of wrestling for like the last seven or eight years. So I knew this match was going to be good. I definitely am going to have to spend time to uh, go back and watch it. And I know everybody's listening. They're like, oh, you guys are a wrestling podcast. You preview your show, but you didn't see all the matches. Yeah. I am going to try to. There's so much wrestling nowadays, match. though. So, I mean, it's like, oh. I mean, pretty soon we're going to have a show almost every day. Like I was saying to my one friends, like, think of it. So you're going to have Raw Monday. Tuesday will be nothing. Uh, Wednesday will be AEW and NXT. Thursday will be Impact. And Friday will be SmackDown. And then possibly some weeks you could have an AEW pay-per-view on Saturday and a WWE pay-per-view on Sunday. Isn't that insane? And keep, and keep in mind the New Japan usually runs like the yeah. shows on either Saturday. The good thing is like Saturday or Sunday morning. At least this way Saturday when I go to the gym if I don't have a show. Or even if I do have a show, I'm usually not leaving. You can so get it in. Two or three o'clock, I probably try to sneak it in. Yeah, so I mean that's crazy. That's yeah. So I just mentioned that the feds in America. I mean, if you watch Progress and all that too, you know the Josie stuff, Triple A, Triple W A, Triple I'm three shows behind a pro wrestling gorilla. I have not been three shows behind a pro wrestling gorilla since 2015. Wow, I mean, there's so much wrestling now; it's insane. And you just do not have back to school time. Yeah, the fall shows are coming in. You know, the TV shows are coming in. uh, The Flash is going to start back up. Trying to get kind of a preacher. I finally finished Agents of Shield. I know we're, we're completely going off the rails here, but uh, let's get back on the rails here. So, what so was I Alexa and Nikki was defending the women's tag team titles against Mandy Rose and Sunnyville. I'd seen a little bit. Alexa came out like Harley Quinn. I was like, ah, oh, I like it. I believe they retained. Correct? Yes, yes, they did, and I think I seen the. Is that the one that Truth went in and? They did something? I did hear there was a 24-7 title match in the middle of this match. Yeah, during the match. Yeah, it doesn't. An impromptu 24-7 championship defense occurred when reigning champion R-Truth ran into the ring, being chased by several wrestlers. Bliss then tried to pin the Truth to win the title for a near fall. Uh, Truth then kicked out, and they left the ring, and then it went back to a tag match. So it's kind of like, alright. And uh, Nikki Cross pinned uh, Mandy Rose with a swing neck record. So it's it's kind of cool, but I mean, yeah. I mean, they should have had Alexa win it. <laughs> and then everyone somehow. But it might really derailed the match. But I know some people yeah. thought Manny Rose and Sonya Deville would win the tag titles here. I, I didn't see it here, but I would say eventually they will. I mean, they're getting much better, so. My biggest fear is they're going to get... I mean, they're, they're getting better each week because they're getting TV time, they're getting ring time. My fear is once they get to where they need to get to, they're going to split them up. Yeah, which, which they do quite often. I was like, ugh. But hopefully yes, not. Sir. Anyway, moving on to uh, Nakamura, Shinsuke Nakamura, that is, defending the Intercontinental title against The Miz and with Sami Zayn was in the corner. And I, I'm getting feel I seen SmackDown, so <laughs> in my mind, the SmackDown match, but that was, it was just uh, Nakamura beating somebody up. I forget who it was really fast. Uh, I did not see anything of this, I don't think. Neither did I, and I don't know how mm. I missed two matches back to back like that. And, came uh, home, A, took a shot. I don't know, maybe the matches, with, uh, those matches were quick. That I don't know, but from what I understand, it was just a normal match. Yeah, Nakamura beat up like a local guy. He really, 
he really laid his stuff and he was very much yeah. your shrine style Nakamura and that poor guy so yeah like, holy smokes <laughs> and I, I didn't mind one bit I was like that's kinda cool but uh yeah just kinda got him over a little bit there yeah that match only went 9 some minute, 9 minutes 35 seconds the next I, I, a match I want to see and I didn't get to see any of Sasha defeated Becky Lynch by DQ this was fantastic. I know a lot of people were pooing on the finish, but I even told took uh, Sasha to win because I, I thought it was going to be like a count out, and they were gonna, they were going to drag this out a little bit as well as they should. So I kind of like the finish. Figure drag it on. I know that they're going to be doing the Hell in a Cell match next month. This was by far, I mean, from what I saw, from what what I've been hearing, it's by far the the best match of the night with the revival New Day coming in second. Mm. I thought this match was absolutely tremendous. This was this was this was terrific. Definitely, when you get a chance. Um, I, well, you have the timers there, partner. How long was this? This one was 20 minutes even. How about that? Yeah, 20, 20 even. I, I know the ref took a bump, and then they brawled up into the crowd, and they came back, and the ref was still down, so the ref was dead for like uh, seven minutes or so. And then when he came to, he disqualified him. So that's a little wonky there. But hey, the match was good. Yeah, this was this was excellent. This was probably Becky's best match in champion. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was well... This was probably even better than the WrestleMania main event, which oh. I, I still I, I still have to go back. Maybe I'll do one of them on Christmas break and watch it with my vacation to watch the whole entire WrestleMania. Oh, fresh mind, yeah, yeah. But I, I really, really enjoyed it. Much. I thought it was great. I did, did not mind the finish at all. They're, I guess they're going to the blow off at Hell in the Cell. Yeah, I think so. Probably the one they had a women's Hell in the Cell. I think it was Sasha and Charlotte. So yes, it would be the second women's Hell in the Cell. Maybe there was a th- winner when raised the third. So, and then, and then next was Kofi Kingston defeating Randy Orton. I heard this one was uh, maybe maybe uh, 15 minutes too long and went 20 minutes. Said it was long and then not kind of boring and nothing happened. A lot of people were kind of done with the Kofi run. And uh, he's probably going to lose to Brock at, at the first SmackDown on Fox. But uh, yeah, I heard this one wasn't too hot. This was not Kofi's fault. I will say this. I get on Randy Orton's case a lot. When Randy Orton wants to work, he's really, really good. When he doesn't want to work, he's really, really bad. Obviously, you can tell, and I always say this, I, I can tell when he's going to win or lose a match by the way that he's working. It's about three or four minutes in, I looked over at Amber and I said, Kofi's winning. I can just tell by how just lazy and how slow and just yeah. not giving a, a gosh darn, for a better term, for a PG term, that Randy Orton, Randy Orton, just doesn't care. Like Kofi, Kofi did as best as he could carrying this match. Yeah. Kofi really worked his tail off. Oh boy. Randy Orton just didn't want to be bothered. Like I said, you can tell. But Randy Orton's going to lose a match, you can tell because he dodged it. So I basically wasn't even really paying attention to the match that much. I looked up on my phone for the first time. But, but uh, bless you, sir. But Kofi, Kofi gets, uh, uh, Orton has Kofi up for the superplex. And Orton never hits it if he's losing. It's very rare. So even Ember goes, oh, Randy's going for the superplex. Like, I'm. I wasn't even looking at the screen. I looked over here. I go, he's not going to hit it. Yeah. Sure enough, Kofi brought them back down. They went back and forth, a uh, couple, you know, uh, back and forths with the with the finishes, and then Kofi is the trouble of paradise. But uh, obviously, you know, I know that the, with all the wrestling going on, you don't have time to probably watch this. I definitely don't recommend this match. But I will say, from I did see this match, and this by no means was Kofi's fault. And Kofi is yeah. a, a really, really, really good worker. But in order to uh, when Randy Orton's being extremely lazy, only somebody like a Daniel Bryan. Yeah, what can you really do? You know, yeah. Really, really carry Randy Orton. So I don't, I, I don't, I don't fault him at all. But yeah. you think Kofi's gonna drop the belt to Brock? On, uh, I, I, I would think that's a lock. I mean, if, if Kofi wins, that makes him a superstar. Obviously, they set that up on SmackDown where Brock came in and uh, him and Paul E challenged uh, Kofi Kingston for the world title match on the first SmackDown on Fox, which is what August, October fourth. October 5th? Yes. 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 I forget the, the exact date. Comic-Con. So there's a lot of wrestling going on in that Comic-Con week. Um, I think Brock wins it. 
Because I think Brock, uh, Fox wants Brock as the champion, so... And, and a lot of people are getting a little stale of Kofi as champion, so I, I would see that. Yeah, that's the way it goes. And then I believe was the next match the Rollins-Braun match? No, no, it was Eric Rowan versus uh, Roman Reigns. Oh, yes, yes. I've, I've really heard fun. mixed. I heard some people say it's good, some people say it was too long. Uh, so I've, I've heard back both about this. This is where I fell asleep. I did watch the first few minutes. It was no DQ. It was, they were back and forth. It was, you know, a lot of cool, you know, fighting and kendo sticks and stairs. And then they, the Luke Harper reveal, which yeah. I thought was really cool. I thought, I think that's cool. They're, they're finally do something with him. I mean, the guy's really good. You have him on the roster. Why not use him? Yeah. So he came back, and it, it appears that they're breaking Daniel Bryan away from them. And then, uh, well, I guess it, it set it up on SmackDown. We're probably going to have a tag match on SmackDown on Fox, which is Roman and Daniel Bryan versus Eric Rowan and uh, Luke Harper, not the Bludgeon Brothers, though. <laughs> I think that's really smart because yeah. you have Roman, who's like their guy, Daniel Bryan, who to me is the best wrestler on that roster, and that's including NXT as well. And then you have Luke Harper, who's you know coming back, is really, really good. And Eric Rowan, who's probably the least experienced of him, but he's had a ton of TV time, and they're building him up to be a monster, and he's been rubbing shoulders with Daniel Bryan for the better part of the last three or four months, so he's only going to get better. So I think that this is, I think it's really, really smart, Pokey. You think they're going to do this on the Fox show? Yeah, I think that's probably when they'll do that. They'll, they'll put it off there, because they only got, what, what two, one or two, two more? Weeks. Yeah, two, two weeks. Two, two weeks today. Yeah, so I, I would say that they, they hold off to that, and that's probably one of the big matches for uh, the Fox show. That's the show that I think they will announce, like, at least four matches going in. Because I know Fox, Fox wants more of a sports presentation rather than just, hey, watch SmackDown and you'll get some matches. So, that, that's that's what I I predict. But I could be wrong. Who knows? That could be a good thing. Rollins and Braun Strowman did see the end of this match. It, it was four curb stomps. Could not put Braun away. Basically, the curb stomp has been kind of bastardized now with uh, with Lesnar kicking out of so many of them at WrestleMania and then Strowman kicking out. Not only kicking out of four of them, but then Rollins has to use Triple H's finisher to beat him. Yeah, so he has to use the pedigree. It's like, oh, why, like, why would he use the Phoenix Splash like that? That would be cool. He's never hit it. He's attempted it a couple times. He's never hit it. Just like since, ever since Naito went LIJ, mm-hmm. he, he's never hit the Stardust Press. Oh, wow. He's teased it. He, he went for it twice. Once in the G1 final with Kenny, and once in the Tokyo Dome match with uh, with Okada at, uh, at 13. Yeah, Naito hasn't yeah. done that in a really long time. Yeah, he's... That, that was his finish. That's what he used to beat Tanahashi at the uh, 2013. Well, the Stardust Genius, so, yeah. Yes. So, I, I did see the end, though, and then I seen when The Fiend came out. Now, so, do you think that, they, that they're just shotgunning this too fast with The Fiend? Because they basically built it, built it, built it the Firefly Funhouse, like, like, over time. And I'm like, wow, they're finally slow-burning a character. And now they're putting him right in a title match. Or you think, okay, we got this guy hot, we got to yeah, that's what some people think, but I don't know. I don't say put him right in a, a title match, especially Hell in the Cell, because you can't do a DQ finish there. I mean, the only thing you can do is somebody else comes out like Finn Balor as the demon, and then the match ends like that. I mean, unless you put the belt on Bray Wyatt already, but I don't think I don't think you should do that either. Just think, if they do what they've been doing at Survivor Series the last two years, versus champion versus champion, there's a possibility it could be the Fiend versus the Beast. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> Which I, I don't see them going right to that. And then that means they're going to do AJ and Nakamura. Yeah, which which I'm, I'm for that. If they actually say, here, Swain Men's do whatever you want. 
and then the revival versus Brood and Ziggler. So basically, all heels. Yeah. Right. The fiend. I guess. The, yeah, they'll the have to switch some of them belts, or they do a different thing with Survivor Series. It kind of kind of sucks because they're just doing the draft in October, and then the next month they're like, oh, we'll we'll never wrestle each other ever again. And then one month later, yeah, we're wrestling each other. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully, like, maybe maybe like they separate it in this year. It's uh, you know, here's a SmackDown match, here's a Raw match, but they don't actually wrestle each other. That's what I'm hoping. They should, go, they should go back to three or four traditional Survivor Series. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, with, with people in feuds and stuff rather than just Raw vs SmackDown. Here's what they should. Here's my here's my pitch for the for the what I think should go on last for Survivor Series. So you have the day after Hell in the Cell, AJ comes out with uh, Gals and Anderson. He talks a whole bunch of crap. Like he beats uh, Sabian's Ricochet again, right? And Gals and Anderson win the tag belts. So I don't know, right? They're, and then Balor comes out, right? You mm-hmm. haven't seen Balor in two months. He comes out. Challenges challenges AJ the main event in a round. So they're going 15, 16 minutes, whatever. Undisputed air come out. They lay everybody out. They say, oh, Balor re injured whatever he was, you know, his ankle, whatever he was injured, they took two months off for. So he's going to be, you know, who knows how long he's going to be out for. Undisputed air show up the next week on Raw. Jump them again. So then the Undisputed are, uh, so Undisputed air is doing something that on Fox, on, on Fox, on the NXT show. And then the and then Anderson Gallows and AJ they come in for from revenge, but they're one person down until Balor shows up. You know he's back from the injury that put that they you know put him out with the week prior, and then and then they lay out the undisputed air and then they all too sweet. So then you have the Bullet Club versus the undisputed era survivors. Yeah, there you go. That'd be cool. Boom. Yeah. Boom. Do 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 do. That'd be cool, but probably not because I I think you're gonna keep uh. Undisputed are separate with the NXT being on USA now. So I think like everyone that's in NXT is like not going to be uh, on Raw or SmackDown at all. I would hope that, but you never know. Then you want, here you want, here's my idea for the co-main event. So you're doing something with the, the four ladies that are being featured, the four horsewomen of wrestling, Bailey, Sasha, Charlotte, and Becky as well as, as well as it should be. So you're doing some sort of angle with them for all four of them in the ring, whether it's a fatal four-way where... The belts are on the line, and if Sasha loses because she doesn't have a belt, she doesn't get a shot for a year. And if Charlotte loses, she doesn't get a shot for a year. Yada yada yada. So right, you're having this, you know, this this stellar match, and all of a sudden, Joan Jett's music hits. Right? Oh, oh my go. God, Ronda Rousey's back. But so they're all staring at the entranceway, and then Maria, Jessamine, and Jaina Baszler jump the rail, lay out the four of them, and then Ronda comes out to pick up the bone. So then you have the four horsewomen of wrestling. Versus the four horsewomen of MMA on the same show, you have the Bullet Club versus the Undisputed Era. Yeah, that'd be Survivor Series. That'd be something. I don't know oh. if them two are already yet, though, Jessamine and Marina Shafir, but I mean, they just tag it out, you know, get them eliminated yeah, I mean, first. Yeah, Shane is definitely ready. Yeah, yeah she's 100%. definitely ready. And not only that, but even if they're not ready, Charlotte, Becky, Sasha, and Bailey are so good, they can carry a broomstick. Yeah, so, and just, you know, just have them very protected and, and then eliminate them two first. Yeah. Or, or something. Well, not only that, but okay, this is the uh, this is the idea that they may be thinking like, okay, we have four weeks to get them ready, five weeks to get them ready, six weeks to get them ready. And then basically, you just have them on the road with NXT and at the performance center. You take Natty off the road and Vicky James off the road. And you have them working with them like three yeah. days a week at the performance center. Yeah, definitely. So but again, anywho, again the, the, uh, the I think the NXT people will stay separate from it. So I think for the, for the foreseeable future. Uh, Rhonda and Shannon do not know each other. <laughs> well, speaking of NXT, you said you watched the show. Yeah. Did you watch the entire show? Yes, I did. I, I watched it all today, actually, on, on, on the network. So, the, yeah. w- how it's going to happen is 
Well, for the first next this week and next week, it was an hour on USA, an hour on the network because they have that show Suits is wrapping up. It's in the final season or whatever. And I heard that uh, NXT got better rating than Suits, so that, that's pretty cool there. But then uh, every day or every week when NXT regular is on for two hours, the next day it will be on the network. So I just watch it on the network. I can wait one day. It won't kill me. Yeah, there you go. I watched the first hour live. I thought it was great that Io Shirai was the first person out. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And, the, and their women's four-way four was awesome. Yeah, that was excellent. So what did you think of the... Of, now, I know, obviously, I watched the first hour. I did not switch over. I think, think I went to go watch something else. But I did hear about some of an angle in the second half of the show. But let's talk about the first hour of the show. What did you think of... Well, it was basically three segments. Yeah, it was the women's match. was very good. And there, everyone looked good there. I didn't think anyone looked bad at all. And then Candice... Uh, wins and then she goes up the ramp and then uh, Shayna and the force women come out and then kind of tease that thing so that that's for the next takeover or maybe who knows maybe do it next week or probably probably the first show that they're up against AEW so that match was very good and then next was uh, Cameron Grimes beat uh, Sean Maluda in like about 10 seconds it just like, like Sean Maluda ran at me just jumped up and did a double stomp now Cameron Grimes I believe he was Trevor Lee in TNA yes, sir. yeah so I'm not familiar with this guy at all He's fantastic. Now, I know him mostly. Now, I've seen his stuff in Impact, TNA, whatever you want to call it, but I mostly know him from Pro Wrestling Guerrilla. Okay. Yeah, he's he's incredible. He's really, really good. But it was, like, they had that, that barn burner of a match, and I'm like, okay, I know it's advertised on my direct TV feed as the main event's Velveteen Dream and Roderick Strong, so, you know, I figured they has got to save time for that. So I'm like, hey, Sean Maluda, I haven't seen him since, like, the first Cruiserweight Classic. And then, uh, what's Trevor Lee's name? Cameron Grimes. So yeah, he comes all the music plays. I'm like, I have no idea who this guy is. Nah. And I see a t- I see a top hat, which he never did that in Impact or in Pro Wrestling Guerrilla. So I was like, who's this guy? Why are they wasting TV time on him? And once he's you know once he gets close, I'm like, oh, it's Trevor Lee. I haven't seen him in a long time. I'm like this is awesome. And then the bell rings and he does the foot I'm like, that's it. That's like one of his finishes. Yeah, yeah, he did it. I was like, that's probably gonna be it. I'm like, oh, that is it. But it wasn't wasn't bad. I mean, you can't obviously you can't give a star rating to a one move match, but it it was good. It got him over. Yeah, that's the idea. When when he was in PWG, because you know PWG is the smartest of the smarts, and this is before Cal's took over Impact, and you know Impact is we talked about last week. Impact's really doing a good job turning the corner, but he would be announced as Impact Wrestling Superstar Trevor. <laughs> oh, that's, that's that's good for Heat. That's awesome. That's good for Heat, brother. <laughs> yeah, and then next was. Uh, and they had a couple cool uh, video packages. Like they had one for uh, what's his name, Punishment Martinez, and they were all very quick. I thought that was was that the flow of the show was much better. There was no backstage nonsense. There was no long-winded promos. It was just like, hey, here comes a match. Here's the match. Here's a quick video. Like all the quick videos, you know, vignettes putting people over were like a minute tops, which I I really liked. So the show it feels like it moves real fast. Even the no. the, the, the build-up to the matches. Like, now, are, are, quick. are they building up? Not to cut you off, to cut you off. I went into Grow Mix myself a protein shake, and I only caught the end of it. Are they building up the Diamond Jai Jack to keep me for next week? Yeah, uh, I don't know if it's next week, but they're definitely building to that at some point because they showed a, a video yeah. package of them uh, going at it. So, but they didn't say no. when they're wrestling or anything. Now they had a match on NXT. I want to say it was two weeks ago. That was incredible. They had a match at uh, Bola 2017 that sold the show, and they've had matches at several indies throughout the country before the two of them got signed. So I think it's smart that they put them on the USA show, whether it's next week, you know, just as kind of you get people ready for the October 2nd Wednesday Night Wars, or if they hold that off for the Wednesday Night yeah, Wars. Yeah, they might hold it off. Maybe, like, next week they do uh, 
like a, some a stupid contract sign or something, something, something along those lines, a face-to-face -face interview. But they don't do that in XD, so who knows? Maybe they both have singles matches. I, I would say they might hold that one off till the first head-to-head uh, -head show. All right, then we get Velveteen Dream and Roderick Strong, and this is everything the Avada would be, right? Yeah, for the North American Championship. And everyone's saying, oh, one's undisputed era going to win the, all the belts. And uh, spoiler alert, this is where they do it. And this, I thought this match was very good. Excellent. Yeah, excellent. And this, this clearly, obviously, there was some horseman-style run-ins. There was Adam Cole's run-in. I thought this was very well booked, very well. You can see where they're going with this as well as they should. It was Adam Cole's interference was the one that did uh, did the deed in. Super kicks uh, Velveteen Dream off the top row. Please, the Roderick Strong getting the end of heartache. So I think that's going to build towards Velveteen Dream and Adam Cole. Yeah, yeah I can see that win. Why not? You know? But yeah, this match was so, cool. There was I, I, uh, Roddy did that one spot again where he he ties him up in the ropes and he runs back and forth hitting the forearms. That's a cool spot. I like that. And slapping his leg. Yeah, he, 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 which you, clearly you can see him slapping his leg, which maybe you should take that out. But he did that uh, in the last takeover match against Matt Riddle. So it was pretty cool. He's been doing that since Ring of Honor. So like you can see, if he's like, like a long match. Like he had a match with Jay Lethal that went an hour for the heavyweight title. Where Jay Lethal was, you know, was, was their guy over there. By the end of the match, Roderick Strong's leg was so red from him slapping it. It oh. was pretty comical. <laughs> the com match, the match was fantastic. Yeah. Going an hour, so. <laughs> well, that's funny. But yeah, Roddy gets the, the North American title. It's his first singles title in uh, WWE, NXT, whatever you want to call it. And now Undisputed Arrow has all the gold, just like the Horsemen. So that's pretty cool. Brilliant. I think this is absolutely brilliant. They should not wait. But this time next year, we're getting ready for New York Comic Con, and we're finishing up the next year's G1. The better not be broken up. Yeah, my, who knows? See, I would hope not. I mean, Triple H is in control. Yeah. So, I mean, this is it, it, this one. I just want to show one thing. It was still NXT. It was not like a Vince McMahon NXT. It was still NXT. Like to the lighting and everything. I'm like, this. This is a totally different wrestling show. Now I'll say this: they haven't broken up the New Day yet. Yeah, that, that's one thing. Yeah. I mean, they might. Maybe they will with the draft. Maybe they'll send like Big E to Raw and there to stand SmackDown or something like that. Oh, fine. When's the draft? Is that Monday or next Monday? That's the... I think it's the first SmackDown on Fox. No, the second SmackDown on Fox is the draft. I oh, okay. Yeah. So, so they're that, on SmackDown. Are they doing one on Raw? Yeah, well, they're, yeah, they're going to start on SmackDown because obviously that's the new main show and then and then Raw will be the finish of it. So you got to wait a couple oh, days for the full draft. Hey, partner, I'm going to lay out here. Tell me what happened in the second hour. Okay, the second hour, which was on the network, which I heard a lot of people had trouble logging into the network, maybe because it was everyone all at once. But a lot of people couldn't get in for like 25 to 30 minutes, which sucks because then you miss basically all this. Because uh, if you watch it on the network fully, the, the whole show is like an hour and 30 with commercials, you know, obviously. But Pete Dunne defeated Arturo Ruiz via submission. That match was pretty good. Um, Pete Dunne, they actually had him, you know. Uh, Arturo Ruiz, which I, I'm not familiar with at all. He doesn't wear any shoes, so they had to do the finger snap to his feet, <laughs> which was pretty cool. And, uh, you know, he kept on doing uh, like the joint, joint manipulation and stuff like that. And then... Uh, what he, he got him to the mat. He, he, oh, he, he pulled his fingers. He did the finger snap and made him tap out to that. So, Pete Dunne getting the push there. Then there was uh, Zia Lee. Zia Lee defeated Aaliyah. This match was real short. And uh, Zia Lee basically doing all kinds of kicks. And she's the first, I think they said, Chinese woman from to be an NXT. And uh, she just beat Aaliyah. I, I think she got... Oh, she did... Um, uh, the Robinson special was a finish. Not as good as Osprey, but that was her finish. So, that match was... It was all right. And then uh, they did a thing where this guy comes out... Denzel Dijonet. It sounds like Dijonet's. He's a, he's a black guy and he wears real colorful stuff. I was like, I've never seen this guy before. I was like, well, 
kind of seems like he's a job. Who's going to come out and beat him up? Because, but before this, they say, Kushida, in action next. So this guy comes out, he's in the ring. Then all of a sudden, you see uh, the guys come out from uh, Imperium, which is uh, Walter's group. I, uh, I don't know. Marcel Bartel, um, the guy from Sanity, and the other guy. They come out. They, yeah. Yeah. And they go up to the ring, and then they start beating this guy up, and then everyone's chanting for Walter. And then uh, the lights dim a little bit, and then Walter's music come out. Walter comes out, and everyone goes nuts, and he has the belt with him. And then they all stand there and do a thing. Walter cuts a, a promo basically saying, like, he's here to make people respect wrestling. Anyone disrespects they have to deal with him. And then Kushida's music hits, but you didn't know it was Kushida's music, so it kind of took away a little bit. And then Kushida came out, and then uh, Walter sends his goon at him. Kushida beats them up, and then he gets, like, a kick on Walter, and that's it. And then Kushida says, like... Uh, he's taking his time and basically kind of challenges Walter. So what a hell of a match that's going to be. Kushida versus Walter. Wow. That's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Now that I didn't know. I know that they came out and and the gift, as soon as they came out like five minutes later, the gifts, because the next NXT is already solicited. I already saw the tickets they, uh, for Chicago. It's NXT War Games. So everybody wants the Undisputed Era versus Imperium. At war games, so I guess you know, again, as cool as that is, I want to just be there in the club. But anyway. yeah, yeah. So I mean, that would be pretty cool if they do the Imperium versus Undisputed Era, which but they didn't hint it at it at all. Well, kind of maybe at the end. Well, no, they didn't. Um, but at Walter versus Kushida, yes, I'll watch that. And they kind of had two where uh, Walter kept grabbing Kushida, but he couldn't really hit him with anything. And then Kushida hit the kick and then bailed out. So I don't know if they're going to hold off for that. That's a hell of a match to have the first week up against AEW. I mean, come on. And then they had a uh, Leo Rush came back and he wrestled Warren Logan. And this was pretty good. And then Leo Rush won, and he won with a frog splash. But that was a good match. Only Lorcan, he kind of, he needs a gimmick or something. I mean, he's really good, but, like, he, he just had yellow boots and yellow knee pads and, like, purple trunks. And he looked like LA Lakers. And, like, I don't know, like, he, he needs something. But he's a good wrestler, but he needs a gimmick or something. But the match was very good. Yeah, yeah. him and Paul Birch had that really good match a couple of takeovers ago against the Undisputed Air. Oh, yeah. That was, I, that's, that's, I think that was one of those Kyle and Roddy. Yeah, he does. He does that cool thing too, where like he gets all pumped up and he slaps him real hard, and like I think they call it the red hand or something like that. So he's doing that, and he he runs, he goes back off to uh, run at Leo Rush, and then Leo Rush hits the Spanish fly, and then he goes up and hits the uh, frog splash for the win, which they're calling something like dragon, something dragon's call. That's they're calling it. And I was like, okay, whatever. And then Matt Riddle versus Killian Dane was a street fight, and it it was kind of you know it wasn't gonna go long because there's only like eight minutes left. It's basically them brawling in the ring. They go in the back. They brawl in the back. And for some reason, uh, Walter is sitting there with Imperium at a table. And they brawl near them. And then uh, Killian throws Matt Riddle into something. Or Matt Riddle throws Killian. And then Walter just comes up and starts choking out Matt Riddle. And then it just leads to a big fight with the whole NXT roster. Except for Undisputed Era and the women. So, And they come back out. And they're brawling in the ring. And then Killian does a big dive on everyone. So I don't know what they're setting up here. If they're setting up, maybe they're going to do like a, a Royal Rumble for NXT. And then when it gets a title shot at Walter or Adam Cole or both or whatever but it was it was kind of a weird ending to the show with the, the whole roster just brawling so you're telling me on the second hour they potentially set up Kushida and Walter mm-hmm. Matt Riddle and Walter yes because yeah, Walter comes and he puts the sleeper hold on, on Matt Riddle and backs him in the corner and then everyone just comes in and it's just a, a brawl but I, I would like to watch Matt Riddle and Walter and Walter and Kushida and then the, the Street Profits are involved the Forgotten Sons Pete Dunne was out there and a, b- a bunch of the no-name guys were out there but Undisputed Era did not come out Sounds like the NXT thing is going to be really, really good. I'm yeah. really intrigued to see what they do. The only thing that, I mean... Overall, the show is very good. 
And it flew by. I mean, there was no. It wasn't like Raw SmackDown where it's like, okay, now we're gonna go to the back and blah blah blah. This person's gonna talk for 15 minutes. None of that. It was all just action, real quick video packages. Next match. Kind of almost like New Japan. Now, it seems like the only weak spot, by weak spot I mean, if I'm going to grade it A plus to an F, I would probably grade it a B, B plus on the NXT roster from what I'm seeing is the women's division. I mean, you have EO, who's fantastic. Yeah. Candice is very good. Like, that first women's match was very good. But then the, the second one, like, Zia Lee, she's still fairly new. I mean, she she's not bad. Aaliyah, she's been around forever, and she's still kind of, eh. So, I mean, that was a... Uh, but the match was very short, so, I mean, you can't... There was a little botch there, too, where uh, Zia Lee was up top, and Lee was going, like, hanging, kind of like Trio Well, and I don't know if she was going for something, but it looked like Zia just fell, and she made up for it. But, I mean, that was only, like, a four-minute match. Well, here, partner, here's what I'm proposing. With all the women that are lost in the shuffle on the main roster, would it be would it be something if they were to take, like, a Natty, an Asuka, a Kari Zane, and put them in NXT? Yeah, just send them back. And even, like, like someone like Dana Brooke, she would benefit from going back to NXT. Yeah, because Dana Brooke's been working her tail off, and the, the couple times that she has been in the ring, everything she's done has been pretty, pretty impressive. And if you remember, Natty, when Paige won the women's championship that day after Wrestlemania she vacated the NXT championship and it was in a women's tournament where Charlotte and Natty in the final oh yeah, yeah, that yeah where Brett came out with Natty and yeah Rick Flair Charlotte, Charlotte I was like, came, yeah so it's just like yeah why not put Natty back over there plus she's going to be working with better people anyway yeah I mean and they're not using there's a lot of women they use them. like remember Naomi whatever happened to her <laughs> Yeah. You know? And she's uh, not bad. Right. And especially, yeah. it's a crime what they're doing with Oscar and Kyrie Zane, which is absolutely nothing. They make uh, one SmackDown every two months, it seems like. Yeah. Plus, I think it's only a matter of time before they sign Tessa Blanchard. Speaking of which, yeah. I do I do have a WOW Women's of Wrestling recorded on my DVR. Oh, okay. It comes on right before uh, uh, New Japan. Yeah. So, which is, which is going thing. to be all one night with Impact then, eventually. Really? Yeah, wow. that's what they're saying. Really? Yeah. Something. Mm-hmm. So, I did. I, a lot of times, I thought some some of the stuff I try to watch. Like the hook for me is Tessa Blanchard. Tessa's not on the show. I do. I delete it. <laughs> but I did watch. She had this match with. Uh, she the girl was Cobra Moon in mm. uh, Lucha Underground. I wonder if she's related but, to uh, Ember Moon. Ah, <laughs> uh, or Luchasaurus, because basically that's kind of like the, they do like a lizard gimmick. Oh, okay. But I I heard the buzz that it was really really good. So I was like, oh, I have it on my DVR. Watch it. Of course. I'm like, all right, let me see what I can, and I literally, I'm, I'm, every five minutes I'm stopping the DVI just to see if there's something worth watching. I'm like, oh no, oh no, oh no, and I get to the, the test thing, and the match, the match is incredible. Yeah, a I lot of... only a matter of time. More that, than a time before they sign her. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if, if, if I'm sure AEW is going to be gone after two, so it's kind of wherever she wants to go, uh, and who offers more, I would say. But I know that women of wrestling is kind of like a little bit glow, a little bit uh, real wrestling. It's kind of in between somewhere. Yeah, the production's really good. The commentating is pretty good. Except by no means is it a bad show. Yeah. It's just because Tessa, I think, is so good. I have to watch to see what she's doing. But and plus, there's so much wrestling. It's just like, okay, what am I going to fit time? Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, you, you gotta kind of pick and choose at this point. It's not like we just sit home all day and do nothing. <laughs> then you can watch everything, you know? Like a, yeah, like a 14-year-old so, during the summer. <laughs> I want to mow over this real quick, and then we'll get off the WWE train. King of the Ring. Uh Oh, geez, right? but, you know, everyone's saying, hey, you got to watch this match. Baron Corbin versus uh, Chad Gable is a hell of a match. And saying, Baron Corbin's best match ever. I tell you, when he's on TV, I just zone right out. I, I couldn't I couldn't get into it all. Chad Gable's good, but, man, I was trying. I just kept zoning out. <laughs> yeah, 
I'll say this tournament, obviously Corbin Corbin won, obviously. But Chad Gable came out of this whole tournament looking better than anybody. Yeah, and I'm thinking, why didn't they just have him win? Because then he came out on, I believe, the SmackDown where they had the coronation of Barrett Corbin, and then Gable comes out and starts beating him up and destroys the whole the throne, slams him on it, and steps on the crown and everything. Like, why not just have Chad Gable win it? <laughs> I don't know. Well, here's the thing. Usually you win King of the Ring, because even Amber goes, well, Corbin won King of the Ring. That's stupid. I said, yeah, it's stupid for a lot of reasons. She goes, well, I think the reason for me it's stupid is usually, like, what does that entail? Because there hasn't been a King of the Ring winner in a long time, so she's, you know, it's just not fresh in her mind. Yeah. She goes, that until like, he gets a title shot. I said, well, eventually. She goes, didn't you just have this boring feud with Seth Rollins? <laughs> I was like, yeah. well, now unless he goes and feuds with Kofi, or now, you know, or with Brock. But I don't want to see Brock and Baron Corbin. I don't want to see well, Kofi and Baron Corbin. I don't really want to see anybody in Baron Corbin, to be honest. <laughs> Some people like him. I don't I don't get it. It's like uh, Grant Morrison, Green Lantern. That's it. That's wrapping up. I I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, they're just, they're Vince hell-bent on pushing him. I mean, think about it. He beat Kurt Angle at WrestleMania. Mm. Kurt Angle's last match. He had two main events right after that with Seth Rollins. And now they're giving the King of the Ring. But I remember listening to The Observer. Like, the brackets come on, look at the brackets. I'm like, okay, Cor- hey, as long as it's not Corbin and Elias. I like Elias's gimmick. It's good for three or four or five minutes to get heat. He's okay in the ring, but that's it. Yeah, But I'm like, okay, as long as it's not Corbin and Elias, <laughs> which I'm like, there's no way it's going to be because they're pushing Kevin Owens, Ricochet, Samoa Joe, maybe Claudio, uh, Cesaro, Andrade was my original winner. Yeah, and then it's just like, and I remember listening to the Observer, and they said, "Well, there's a lot of good people in this, but it's gonna be built for somebody to really, you know, catapult this." To which, really it, which it idea. should be. I mean, that's what it was originally intended for. You know, to, to get get put the rocket on a guy and really push him. Steve Austin, yeah. Ken Shamrock, uh, Edge, yeah, Angle, yeah, you know, Owen. Not so much Angle. Mabel or Billy Gunn, but I mean, I Mabel. Hey, they did cool. push him though. He did get a big push out of it. Yeah, he wrestled Diesel at that SummerSlam. Yeah, so sure. And that was about the end of it. Yeah. So yeah, so it's like, yeah, where do you go from here with it? But even even though I was listening to the Observer, that you know, even said, "Well, it's not Baron Corbin." And, I, <laughs> sure enough, it and then I listened to the, I listened to afterwards him and Alvarez talking about it, and then Belcher said, "Well, the match was really, really good. It's like they're really trying to shove shove Corbin down our throats, but they put him in the ring with right guys. And yeah, Joe and Joe and Ricochet. They put him in the ring with Chad Gable. So it's like, well, if they're gonna put Corbin on my TV. Grant, I may zone out, but if they're going to put him in there with really, really good workers, then, you know, okay. Yeah, it's better than putting him in there with Randy Orton. I mean, can you imagine that? Ugh. Oh, boy. Talk, talk about yeah, taking a nap. Ugh. But uh, yeah, so I, I don't that, know what they're going to do with that. But the, but the problem with Baron Corbin is, uh, like with me, like the, like he has the go-away heat. But the go-away heat nowadays is kind of like turn the channel heat. And you don't want that because then people say any heat's good heat. No, not when someone's watching they're going to go, I'm going to see what's on something else. You don't want that. Hit the rewind button for a second. You said with me as go away. Are you saying that you have go away heat? No, me? I don't think so, no. No, I'm saying Baron Corbin. You said with me. No. Uh, I'm joking. No, I... I go, he has go away heat with you. you oh, okay, okay. I got gotcha. you. I got you. I'm trying to rib you. All right. <laughs> did you get a chance to watch any of the Super J-Cup that happened about a month ago? No, I, 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 didn't, I didn't get around to it. I did watch the the other New Japan show from the other day with uh, Kenta versus uh, Kotobushi. I didn't see okay, any we'll, get to that. we'll get to that in a second. I did watch the first night of the Super J Cup. It was shot really weird. You can tell Kevin Kelly is doing voiceover because, mm-hmm. like, even the voice sounds weird. It seems like it's almost like an indie event. Yeah, I seen the highlight video and the cameras seemed like it wasn't up to New Japan quality. Yeah, but the Osprey now the Osprey Red match. Everybody was saying, "Oh, it's so blah blah blah, it's so great." It was terrific, 
but it's nowhere near as like people are saying it's the match of the year. I, it may was it better than Osprey of Okada? No, no. Okay. Uh, Osprey's probably had six matches this year better than this one. Wow, wow. How about it? But then again, as far as star rating goes, Osprey's probably you know the guy of the year. Oh yeah, it, 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 he's got to win Wrestler of the Year when it's uh, the end of the year. I, I would think for the Observer. Yeah, yeah, I think he will. It's gonna be him or Okada, but. So just definitely go out of your way to see this match. This is I watch this. This is one of the. This show is one of the reasons why I just could not get around to the entire Clash of the Champions because I watched this and I watched a little bit of the two Destruction shows. But yeah, this whole show is really really good. Definitely go out of your way to see it. It will not. It's not the greatest match you've ever seen. It's not Osprey. You know he did a better match with uh, Dragon Lee. He had a better match with Shingo. He's obviously a better match with Okada. I think even the Kenta match was was, was better than this. But this match is really, really good for I guess Red hasn't wrestled since March or April. Yeah. So for someone who hasn't and, and kept up, like there's a couple boxes here, there are a couple things that are missed time. But this match was still really, really good. It was so good they were throwing money in the ring <laughs> uh, afterwards. So. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Which I, which I heard they did as Bola started. Yeah, yesterday? yesterday? I believe yesterday. yesterday. Yeah, Tony Devil was in the one match. It was him, yeah, Joey Janela, and oh, it was a three-way. I forget the other guy. I thought it was a tag match. No, maybe it was a tag Al- match. Yeah, that Alex Singh guy. Okay, yeah, yeah. And that's awesome. Yeah. I read him. Meltzer's review of it. He said it was it was fantastic, and they said they were throwing money in the ring. And he said he's never seen anything like that before. Yeah, I've, I've never I'd seen it. I would love that. You know, if they were throwing money in the ring, I'd be like, this is pretty cool, and I would pocket some of this. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But no, good on Deppin. We've known Deppin, what, yeah. 10 years? Yeah, a long time. Good for him, man. And then I know he's wrestling Penta. Yeah, Penta. So he, he probably ain't going to fare too well in the tournament, but still, that's a awesome opening round match to have. Yeah, good for him. We wish him all the best. As I know that he pulled the old betting on himself and uh, left his 9 to 5, 40 hour a week job to go pursue wrestling. So good on him, man. Yeah. Good on him. He's got a wife to support. So, you know, and God, God bless her. I met her a couple times. An absolutely sweet girl fully supports him so I think I, I, I think it's smart putting on him because I think it's only a matter of time yeah you either see him on, I, I'm assuming probably AEW I think that's what he's going to go yeah hey Impact ROH I mean everyone's yeah. it's it's signing time pretty soon like you gotta think I was, I was saying to one of my friends I was like imagine it was back in 95 like when you hear like hey you're an indie guy, right? And and Raw's, you know, on. And, hey, Nitro's gonna start. WCW's gonna start running a show. Like what? They're gonna go head to head. And yeah, and ECW's picking up too. Like, and then think of all the people that got signed in, in like '96, '97, '98, '99. Tons of people. So like, you know, it's basically the same thing again. But it's you know, AEW versus NXT. But then you still think, well, Impact needs people. ROH needs people. MLW needs people. So it's a good time to be in wrestling. Absolutely, yeah. Ring of Honor. They, I saw some of the matches for the pay per view, which is next Friday. The main event is Bruce versus Matt Taven, which I'm really hoping they pull the trigger on a title I, I think everyone is. <laughs> well, I heard Matt Taven's contract's running up. I, I I can't see anyone really being after Matt Taven. Maybe Impact, maybe WWE, but I don't. I can't see the desire being that strong for like. I don't. I wouldn't see Matt Taven in uh, New Japan. I don't see him going there. RAW, but hey, you never know. But hopefully, uh, Bruce wins the title. I'd like to see that. Yeah, I think he's one of the better guys there. And I know Jonathan Gresham announced this morning that he will no longer no longer will be or can be taking any bookings because he signed either a two or three year extension with Winger Bonner. Oh wow. How about that? Yeah, so good on them. So that's that's what they need to do. They need if to you lock some people in. That's what and I was thinking. I was like, who can they bring in from the Indies? Like some big because like the big names on the Indies are getting a little little slim pickings now, you know? Yeah. 
and it's hurt PWG the last couple of PWG oh, yeah. shows just kind of mad because they're like they're kind of like the king of the indie yeah now. they always bring up the top stars but now they can't really use the top stars so I mean like like next year's Bola that's going to be something who they can because like obviously Pentagon ain't going to be in it Joey Janela I mean a lot of people they can't use so it all depends who will be you know moving on up I'll be honest with you, there's about six people on, on this year, this week's Bola. I've never heard of before. You know me. Yeah. I, I always got my, got my ear to the ground, especially for how busy that we've been on the Indies, too. I kind of always have my ear to the ground. Things going on, like, I never heard of this guy yeah. before. Same thing there. Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, Excalibur and uh, Super Dragon booked them for a reason, so. I'm sure yeah, and, and really Excalibur, good. like, is he? how much time is he going to be in PWG now? Because, I mean. If he's going to be commentating in AEW every week, I mean, yeah, he can still do the PWG, but maybe they don't want him to. I mean, who knows what they're going to have him do backstage or whatever, you know? Yeah, so, but yeah, you're right. It's a it's it's a crazy time. It's crazy. Yeah, like in a year, it, I think everything will look crazy different. Like, obviously, the people that are locked up are going to stay locked up, but like, you know, who will be in AEW, who will be in WWF, you know, or WWE, who will be moving up. So it, it'd be, it's going to be cool just to see, you know, what, what, what changes in one year. Considering AEW runs and they're successful, and you know, the whole war is going pretty strong on Wednesday night. Yeah, I mean MLW too. They're on the Fight TV app, and their episodes are free, and they're supposed to be putting on quarterly like pay per views that I think they're going to be like fifteen or twenty bucks as well. Yeah. So how about that? They have a working great, great, uh, working great Noah. So yeah, that's 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 a good one. That's who ROH should partner up with again. I know they did years ago. I mean, they really uh, I totally agree. Because it seems like the New Japan. Uh, Relationship is basically done. <laughs> they broke up, but they just didn't tell ROH yet. <laughs> yeah. We'll circle back to Noah, but you touched on it before. Let's talk about the New Japan shows. Now, there was a whole bunch of road to destruction. I, I only saw four matches. I saw tag title match with the Girls of Destiny versus Yoshihashi Ishii, okay. Zack Sabre, Tanahashi, the junior tag title match the next day, which was Robbie Eagles and Will Ospreay. Yeah, that's the, I seen that whole show, but I didn't see anything else. Okay. All right, so uh, now the first the first thing I did watch was those two matches, and then I backed into the next day. So okay, partner, go ahead. What did you you said you watched the whole entire show? Yeah, with, 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 with the one the main event where it was Kenta versus um, Kota Bushi, which that, that was very good. So I'll just start there. And uh, Kenta came out with blonde hair. What do you think of Kenta with blonde hair? Real quick. I, well, I as soon as he came out, I texted you. Yeah. I said this is this is what he did when he had his little heel turn in Noah. And he's always super aggressive with the strikes, but he was even more aggressive, almost like Suzuki ass, like super aggressive and then taunting. And that's why he was in this match. Yeah. Like from the jump, you know, from the jump, he got jumped. Yeah, which was pretty good. I, I liked this match. And he, how about he kicked out of the Kamigoye? So it's him and Lance Archer, and that's it. Oh, Jay White. Oh, J- did Jay White Omega. do it too? J- J- Jay White in the final and Kenny Omega. Oh, uh, no, Kenny. The, the blo- I, don't th- Kenny. I, don't th- I don't think he pinned Kenny when he hit it, did he? Yeah, he kicked out and then he picked up and did it again. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. 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 So not, I mean, not many people kick out of the Kamigoye. So, but that that was pretty cool. And then uh, finally, Kota hits this. That match was very good. And then the junior tag match was awesome. I think that was match of the night with the Birds of Prey, Robbie Eagles, and Will Ospreay versus Taiji Ishimori and El Fantasma. That match was crazy good. And uh, the, the, almost the the finish was uh, they kept doing something. Robbie Eagles. They hit him with like a couple different moves. I'm like, oh, he can't, he ain't kicking out of that. But. That was a, so. You go back and watch two matches from that show. Watch those two. There was also um, there was a six man with a, I believe it was Okada and Rocky Romero. Who they and they take on like some bull club or no? Uh, Sonata because they're building up Sonata Okada. Well, Sonata, I want to say Evil and Bushi. 
And that, that was pretty good. And then the rest was uh, just kind of just random tag matches. But the show wasn't bad at all. But the, that, that, if you go out of the way to watch one match, watch the junior tag match because that match was awesome. Birds of Prey, thought, like as a babyface tag team, they're very good. I thought the Kenta Kota match was just a little bit better for you know for, for what I yeah. like. And there was more heat too. But the, the finish you're thinking of was Ishimori hit the bloody cross. Okay, and yeah. Then Fantasmo hit his version of, I guess, it's like the Siles class. And he, gotch, yeah, 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 he hit that. And then they, well, I guess they hit something that was Will Ospreay beforehand. But uh, then, then Will Ospreay and uh, Robbie Eels, they did a cool, they did, did they do the Powerbomb Neckbreaker? Or Buff Blockbuster? I think they did that. They might have. Yeah, it's, it's so much wrestling that blends it, but the match was very good. So. Yeah, and the, if you guys haven't seen it, definitely go out your way to see Kota, Bushi, Kenta. No, Basically, yes. what happens is. As Kodabushi comes in the ring, Kenta uh, basically attacks him. Susie gets in the he, ring, yeah. and he smashes the briefcase, but that's never happened. Never seen that briefcase open up before. Like yeah, and he took the contract down, you know? which was cool. Rather than just break the thing and throw it to the side, he took the contract down. I was like, oh, how about that? So that's what's in and there. I, and then I was even thinking, like, oh, man, are they going to hold this off for King of Pro Wrestling? You're like, but, I'm like, that's the main event. Like, I could see maybe if they put the junior match on after this. I'm like, no, they're going to do the match. There's no way Kenta winning. And then as, like... He's saying he's okay and the doctor checking him out. I'm thinking, how awesome would it be through the bell rings he ends with the Basako knee, which actually was his finisher before going to sleep. Oh, when okay. he was in Noah, before he came over to Ring of Honor, he used to go to sleep as like a setup mm-hmm. with Basako knee. And his first match in Ring of Honor was against Low Key, and he used the Basako knee to, to beat him. And I want to say, I could be wrong, I want to say Gabe was the one who told him, no, the go to sleep is a much more powerful move. You should use that as a finish. So he started using it when he was in Ring of Honor. And it was getting over, and he brought it back over to Noah. Oh, so anyway, move. so he hits the hits the psycho knee. I'm like, well, that's definitely not it, but that's a cool, cool fallacy. And then because you know it's, it was uh, stiff, and not stiff for the sake of being stiff. Obviously, you knew it was coming. Kenta was going to be the methodical, but get aggressive heel with the strikes, and you know Coda was going to do the thing where he kind of just doesn't feel no pain, and he gives like the camera that look like he's in a different zone. And then he fires up with those palm strikes yeah. and then like the kicking combination. Like, oh man, here we go. And they kept going back and forth. And they hit the, the overhand uh, slap at the same time. And then the head kick at the same time. Yeah. Like, all oh, double knockdown. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was brilliant. Yeah, that was good stuff. It was, yeah, it was a good match. So, definitely. And, and you, you've seen Tanahashi and uh, Zack Sabre where, spoiler alert, Tanahashi dropped the title back to him. Yeah, now, now let, let's let's back back up. Yeah, that was the day before, yeah. Now, did you catch the two little mini angles that happened at the end of Kenta and Abushi? Let me think. Um, no, I don't think I did. Okay, Evil comes out, which oh, you knew he was going yeah. to, because Evil, Evil's the o- Evil is the only other guy to be Kota Abushi, so I'm assuming they're going to do that at, as the semi-man event at King of Pro Wrestling. This way they can tease Evil versus, you know, by the end of King of Pro Wrestling, it could be Evil and Sonata for the belt. At, yeah. uh, at the Tokyo Dome, which obviously not going to happen. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. smart money's Abushi and Okada. So, Abushi grabs the mic and says, "Everyone's talking about these double titles. After I beat Okada, I want the Intercontinental title back. I want to be the double champion." So, like, oh, yeah. So, like, how about that? Now, I guess Jay White, his whole entire Road Destruction tour, because he's he is uh, Sunday, this Sunday, two days from now, he is challenging Naito for the Intercontinental yeah. title. Jay White's saying that wants to, you know, after he beats the wins the Intercontinental title, he's going to be a double champion come the end of the Tokyo Dome because he wants to beat either Okada, he wants to get his win back over Okada or Ibushi. So his name's thrown in the hat. Now, okay, now that that show happened the day after the Sabre-Tanahashi match. Now you said you didn't see any of this. No, no. 
Okay, so Saber Tanahashi was really, really good. Shocker, right? Yeah. You know, what was? I mean, it was great because they were going like hold for hold, like, like technically wrestling. Like, you just forget how great, and by great, I'm talking elite level technical wrestler Tanahashi really showed in this match. This was out of the 15 times they wrestled the last two yeah. years. Yeah, they which did. I don't get sick of. A lot of people are like I'm getting sick of. Not me. Not me. Uh, this was probably one. This is definitely one of the better ones. Um, so. Saber gets the win. He has him in a Cobra clutch, and then basically rolls him back. So Saber wins the British heavyweight title. And again, I saw this after what I saw the day after. He grabs the British heavyweight title, and he says, "Everyone's top." He goes, "Strong Styles dead." Oh yeah, okay. uh, I did see this. <laughs> okay, so then he said about how he wants to be a triple crown yeah. champion. So I, what I'm thinking is, are they going to unify the, the IC and world title or heavyweight title? I should say. I know the Meltzer is saying like the day one Wrestle Kingdom will be Okada, considering he's still the champion, versus whoever. And then day, day two will be Naito versus someone. Probably maybe the winner of the world title. And did they, But do, like, does the winner have both belts and unify them, or does he just have both belts and then lose one and keep one or whatever? I call Jay Lethal. Now, I will say this. If they go the triple, the triple champion route, New Japan, about a year, year and a half ago, stopped with the three belts. It's just one belt. Oh, all Japan, you mean? Uh, I mean, I'll sorry, all Japan, yes. Uh, you know, they, I still think it's the Triple Crown champion. Burkino uh, Miyahara is just, who's fantastic. And I'm going to get into, uh, you know, hit what he did at the NOAA N1 victory tournament. He's, he just comes out with just one belt. So oh. maybe New Japan might be thinking, well, you know, now there's not three belts for all Japan. Maybe they're thinking maybe they can do three belts. Maybe. They can do the, tri- they yeah. can do the, the Triple Crown champion in New Japan. I don't know. I'm intrigued. Yeah, I don't know where they're going with the with the everyone. I mean, first it was just uh, Naito saying it, then it's Ibushi, and now it's uh, you know Zack Saber and Macho Okada will be like, I want the Intercontinental title. So I don't know where they're going with that. Yeah, so now you have Okada. I mean, Okada hasn't said anything with him. He's a top dog there. So yeah, you talk about the university. You have Okada, Ibushi, Naito, Jay White, and now Zack Saber Jr. So those five guys vowing to be double or triple crown champion come come January fourth, fifth. Yeah. Now, did you see this? This popped my the uh, I, I forget what the combination of the tag match was, but uh, Suzuki taking the mask off Lager and cutting the promo. I saw the picture and it looked like he was holding a severed head. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, his hair is connected to it. Anybody that's gonna do it is him. Yeah, it was pretty cool. He, he took the mask off, so you don't see Lager's face. The young boys coming to cover up with his shirts, with their shirts. But then uh, Suzuki takes the mask out and he's like stepping on. He goes back and cuts the mask or uh, cuts the promo, saying that uh, he doesn't want to wrestle. Uh, this lager, he wants the real lager, something he's stepping on the mask or whatever. So, I don't know, do they hold off to Wrestle Kingdom for this, or? I think so. I, I think I think that's maybe up. maybe that's who uh, Lager wants to have his last match against. Maybe not a bad yeah. match at all. So, I think Lager should get two matches. I think he should get on the first night. He should get the Suzuki, and then night two he should get a special, like six, like tag or six man or eight man with the ultimate. They bring Ultimate Dragon in. They bring Sasuke in. Like they bring like some legends in, and then maybe they throw Osprey in there. Okay, know, yeah, just for, yeah, just to, just uh, like a like a goodbye, nice goodbye. Maybe they do that. Yeah, so I think you should have two matches and flag it. Yeah, I, I would think they would, you know, especially you're gonna you're gonna need twenty matches roughly for the two yeah. shows. So yeah, why not? I I think that they now this was WWE. They 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 do the match tomorrow on a hot yeah. show and blow it off. <laughs> yeah, but, you know get. Ghetto is so good at the old school slow burning, so I think I think you hold this off to Wrestle Kingdom. I think the way that it's building, yeah, I don't think you blow it off at King of Pro Wrestling. I think you uh, 
Yeah, I wouldn't be dis. I'd be a little bit disappointed. Would I still watch it? Absolutely. But I can do the match tomorrow yeah. in my backyard, and I'd be like, "Yeah, sweet." But no, I think I think this one with the build that they've been having, I think save this one for the dumb. Yeah, I, I think they do too. The one of the two nights, and and this being this, I know we're we're heavy on wrestling here. Uh, John Moxley posted said he 100 percent plans to be at Wrestle Kingdom. So there you that, go. That's pretty cool. So I guess he's gonna stay working with New Japan. That's awesome. Why not? Maybe we get Suzuki Liger one night and then Suzuki Moxley the next. Or you can save or Suzuki Moxley for uh, for next year. Yeah, you, you could. Can yeah. Save that for New Year's Dash or the New Beginning. I got no problem with that. Yeah. Either way, and then, then I would assume we get Jericho Tanahashi at Wrestle Kingdom as well. Yeah, I think you should put that on whatever show Okada and Ibushi isn't. Just to yeah, help it. yeah, definitely, because that's some star power. Maybe get Jericho on both. I I think maybe just one, but I'm sure they would say, "Hey, we would love you for both." So. Yeah, and then obviously like, we're going to see what's going on with Kenny Omega because he has that deal where he can still do some stuff in Japan. Yeah, oh, he come did, on. He's been doing a couple things here and there, and obviously. I think he said he can work two to three dates with New Japan, so I think the opposite of Tokyo Dome is the, the show to do. Yeah, I mean, two days, yeah, I'm sure they want Kenny. Now, speaking of Kenny AEW, did you see the brackets for the, the Tag Team Championship Tournament? Yes, they did. Yeah, I, I, I like it, but do you think, because the Young Bucks, the, it seems though the one bracket's a little heavy on one side, because it's Young Bucks versus Private Party, and then Lucha Brothers versus Jurassic Express. Do you see Young Bucks versus Lucha Brothers again in this tournament already, or do you see one of them teams somehow... Loses and you get maybe uh, Jurassic Express versus Lucha, or uh, Young Bucks. I think Private Party upsets the Young Bucks. I think Lucha Brothers win. I think Lucha Brothers wins the tournament. Oh, okay, that wouldn't be bad. For, uh, first tag team champions. Yeah, I see SEU going to the finals probably on that side. Maybe Dark Order because yeah. they're big on Dark Order, even though the gimmick isn't working at all. I don't see Best Friends uh, winning it though. Sadly, but it should be pretty good. I think that starts the first uh, AW on TNT. I don't think the whole. I think there's only a couple matches, but not the whole tournament. Yeah. You'll be over for that, partner. Yeah. That's the day before we leave for Comic-Con. Yeah, so it's that Wednesday, and then you got the big SmackDown on Fox on Friday. So in three days, there's some... That's some major wrestling, plus whatever NXT has on that Wednesday night, too. So, who knows? We got a very busy four days there. I'll get to it when I get to it. (laughs) Yeah, and then I think we have King of Pro Wrestling. I think it's the next week. I have to look it up, so... Wow. Last wrestling thing I want to talk about, of course, you can talk about whatever, is the Noah N1 tournament. Basically, kind of like the G1, but... There's only, I believe there's only eight people. It was either eight or eight or ten. So it was uh, eight or twelve. So there was either four in each bracket or six in each bracket. I forget what it was. I watched a whole bunch of the matches. But the the, the main event, the finals, was Segura, who actually holds the record for most title defenses in Noah history. He uh, he, uh, he passed over Kenta Kabashi. Okay. So Segura is really, yeah, I mean, you probably heard him. He's really, really good. He's in his upper 40s, but you wouldn't know it. And those Japanese guys just go, go, go. Versus the guy we just talked about, the All Japan Heavyweight Champion, Akino Miyohara, who I think is just going by Kino. I've only seen it when they bring him out, it's K-E-N-O-H. So well, that's, 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 a, that's a different guy, isn't it? Because there's Kento Miyohara, and then there's Kino, I think his last name. Let me, let me look that real quick. Because I believe it's... Or Ken, Kento? What is it? No, then there's, there's Kyoto. is their heavyweight champion. Okay, yeah, so... They almost have, like, the same hairdo. Yeah, they, so they, yeah, and then he's, uh... And there's their Zeus, too. Um, yeah, so Kento Miyahara, and then... Let me see their guy, Kieno. K-E-N-O-H. E-N-O-H. But anywho, so they wrestled in the finals, and... Yeah, uh, they look Kino. very similar. So, Kino and Kento. Yeah, yeah so, now... So, now... Kino on October 2nd, which they're building for a huge, huge show, 
first of all, the final it drew something almost like four thousand people, like thirty seven hundred people. Good for them. Which good on Noah. Yeah. They said that's their big that's their biggest draw in like last like eight years. So yeah, good on them for that. So now October second, it's going to be the All Japan Heavyweight Champion versus the Noah Heavyweight Champion. Oh really? Now they now they wrestled in Noah before, but never has like one them both been the champion. Obviously, it's not going for the All Japan Championship. It's going to be for the Noah Championship. So yeah, it's like the you wonder. You wonder if, like, when they went to go loan Kino off, or you know, when they contacted All Japan, I don't now obviously don't know how it works over there. They said, "Hey, you know, we're we we're, we, we're going to loan him out. We're going to we're going to put him over in the tournament." I wonder if they said we'll put him over for the belt as well. So I, that I don't know. Yeah, hmm, who knows? That's but cool. That's, that's, that's cool. That they work together. Yeah. So that I, mean, I think they they really kind of have to. Yeah, especially because New Japan's the top dog there, so. Yeah. But you know what? I mean, a lot of people, like, when they talk about, like, in the States, how they need an alternative to WWE because it's shoved down our throats. But don't bring me wrong. I don't need an alternative to New Japan. Uh, New Japan is, there's a lot going on with New Japan. But sometimes it's nice to know that something in Japan, there's something different there. Yeah. You know, Dragon Gate's doing really well, especially, you know, with the, they have, you know, Pac over there. Uh, no, I think Noah is the second best promotion right now. I really enjoy what they're doing wow. with Noah. You know, they have Segura, uh, they have uh, Nakajima, who we talked about before, who's uh, Ken Suzaki's son. Uh, Kino, who's over there, uh, even though he's an all-Japan guy, you know, he just won the tournament. Uh, Kyoto, uh, who's, uh, you know, 22, 23 years old, he's phenomenal. Uh, obviously, Marafuji can still go. So there's a lot of really good uh, good talent over there. So the N1 tournament, I saw maybe about 67% of the matches. Again, there's not too many people in this. So there's not like four to five. Like yeah. in G1, there's five, there's five matches each day. But this one, there's either one or two. Oh, okay. So... It was easy. It was really easy to get through. I have the finals hasn't been released yet. Usually they release them on their YouTube channel, so I have to wait. It's not like New, you know New Japan World where they have a streaming service, so you yeah. have to either get like some sort of like backhanded illegal streaming service, which I don't know how to do, or you have to wait for like you know Noah TV. So, but now I'm really enjoying what's going on with what they're doing over at Noah. So, and then October second shows are going to be. They just announced today that they're doing Mayor Fuji and Buddha. So, yeah, yeah, that, you know, that should be pretty cool. I mean, yeah, yeah Muda's up there in age, Twilight's career, but still, that's a a cool thing. I mean, imagine if you got to see John Cena and Hogan, you know? Yeah, that's basically what it is. And then they, they have Fujita over there, and he's getting up there in age, but he's a legit badass as well, like a former Pride MMA guy. And I know Sakuraba's over there as well. So they have a nice mix of old veterans, legends, MMA guys, and a lot of young stars as well. So Yeah, that's cool. You know, Go Shizaki, you know, he's still excellent over there as well so i'm really excited what's going on with noah and i will uh I, i'm going to talk about noah every week on this podcast there so. you go and well, yeah, they don't have a streaming service so you have to kind of just find it you know on youtube or whatever which kind of sucks yeah, but I, put, I put in the work to, to search for my friend i try daily motion i try google you know i, I try asking around to see if anybody knows where, where if there's a website or something that i can go on so I definitely put the work in to go and find it because I do I do go out and watch it. I do do truly enjoy what's going on over there, Noah. Oh, cool. All right, so you want to jump into the comic talk? Yeah, might as well. So did you see this? I seen it announced today. I can't find the article, but tomorrow is Batman Day in comic book stores, and they're going to DC is going to announce the new writer of Batman when Tom King wraps up. Really? Yes. Now, I knew Batman Day was coming up because I was telling Lily about it, and I secretly asked if she wanted to go. And she said, well, I'm more of a Marvel person. I was like, all right, fine, tough guy. Yeah, yeah so, all right. Then. But they're going to announce the new writer. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I mean, everyone kind of is rumored that it's going to be Bendis. I, who else would it really be? Unless they pull a swerve. Hey, Jason Aaron is the new writer. What? Um, Adams. 
Yeah, I hope, I hope not. <laughs> you can do the art all you want, but don't don't write it. I, I don't know who else they would really go with, uh, unless it's Jeff Johns. I mean, that could be a. That's gonna get delayed. Yeah, yeah, it'll be delayed, and, and yeah. Batman issues will come out once every five months. <laughs> Instead of three times a month, it seems like there's a Batman uh, Batman issue like two to three times a month. Yeah, not counting detectives, not counting. I'm talking about Batman, like Tom King's really bumping them out. Yeah, I mean, well, the, all the DC books, well, they're on that double shipping, which is going to end next year, which I'm so glad because uh, I don't need two books a month. I, I love Batman and Wonder Woman and everything, but I don't need two comics a month. Um, yeah, but it seems that Batman does come out an awful lot, so that that's going to be happening. Tomorrow, I assume at some point. Um, then what else here that I went to? Uh, there's some cool glow in the dark covers coming out to New York Comic Con. That marked there's a Spider Woman one. There's a Ghost Rider one. Uh, there's one with the all Mar. I think it's out the Marvel Thousand book, but it's like got a bunch of different people on it. So I was like, that's pretty cool. Glow in the dark ones limited to one, one's limited to a thousand one copies, so it might be hard to get. Strike Force, which I. Fluorescent Spiral Woman Variant by John Tyler, limited to 2,000 copies, so maybe I'll get that. Hopefully they're not too expensive. They're coming out with a comic book of Tito Santana and Rick Martel. Yeah, can you imagine? <laughs> that's the new yes. WD comic. But yeah, that's a, there's a, there's a really cool uh, Storm one, there's like a baby Black Panther one. So I'll have to check that out. And that's at the Marvel booth. Just like uh, how me and uh, Ryan bought that Wolverine cover last year, The Closing the Door, by J. Scott Campbell. I don't know if you remember that. Yes. Yeah, so that was, I think it was 30 bucks, but it was really cool, and I think it was limited to like 4000 or something like that. So, hopefully I'll get to pick up some of these here. And then, uh, did you see that they're doing the, uh, they got the, the Superman from Smallville to be on the Crisis on Infinite Earths for uh, Arrow and Flash and everything. That. Isn't that something? Have, and Brandon Ruth Bert is going to be Superman? Burt Ward playing Robin. <laughs> That's I'm awesome. Not loud. <laughs> that is awesome. So that, that should be pretty cool. I'm looking forward to that. Um... And you're gonna, you're, you'll be able to stream that. I think I thought. Well, I know you have you watch uh, it on Hulu, uh, don't you? I used to, but then then they took it off because they were trying to do the CW app, which I think was a huge flop, and still not back on Hulu yet. What they have it on the CW app, you can just download the CW app on your. It's free. It's oh, okay. Twenty four hours after it airs. Hmm. But yeah. I would definitely. I know. I know you're. We're also bogged down with wrestling. By no means you're complaining. I don't, I don't care. Give me more. I'm out there searching for Noah and all Japan stuff. Yeah. Um, but if you get a chance, I, I think they're starting, they're going to be doing Crisis on Infinite Earths, I think. I think they're starting right off the gate with it. I could be wrong. But if you get a chance, watch the uh, the Crisis on Earth X. That was from last year. It was four or five parts. I think it was only four parts. I think they left Supergirl out of it. I think she said a cameo. But it was so good. It was like a Marvel movie. Oh, it wow. was so good. It's better than the best DC movie. Really? Why? That up, if... if, if I thought it was better than Wonder Woman. If, if I were to take those, maybe it's just because the shows have been going on for so many years and I've been following the show that they had a huge payoff. Yeah. But like, if somebody told me, like, okay, what was better, Crisis on Earth X or Wonder Woman? I thought Wonder Woman was an A plus. Yeah, that sounds great. Best movie. Uh, I, 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 I would take that at seven days out of the week. No, oh, wow. it was. Hmm. I'll definitely have to watch it. I mean, I, I fell behind them shows. And I got way behind. It's, it's easy to get behind the shows when it's just, it's just so much. Yeah, out there. It's you crazy. don't need. You just need to know that uh, the Flash is Barry Allen and his buddy in the Brave of the Bold is Ollie Cleave, uh, former uh, former pro wrestler uh, Stephen Bell. Yeah. It's like you know, as long as you know the pace and stuff, you'll be able to get through it. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Oh, I should be all right. But that's pretty cool. They got all the guys to be uh, Superman and do that whole thing. Which pretty they should they should spring get the money one episode have uh what's his name be Superman from the DC movies I can't think of his name at all right now uh oh, Henry, 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 yeah Henry, yeah why not bring him in <laughs> just for, uh, cameo quick cameo I, real hot cameo 
thought you were going to say they were going to do a hologram of Christopher Reeves. Uh, hey, why not? Which they should. <laughs> While we're at it, you know? they should. Right, I mean, you can have infinite, infinite worlds, so infinite Supermans. Yeah, I think it's super, it's super cool. I mean, this ended on a super high note, so I think that, that's awesome. That yeah. And how about, the, I guess the last issue of King Thor came out, but they did not announce a new writer for Thor yet, too. So maybe when DC announced a new Batman writer, Marvel's like, oh yeah, well here's who's writing Thor. I think they're going to cool it off for a little bit. I would not be shocked. When, no, when, when's the last issue of King Thor solicited? Is it coming up by the end of this year? Yeah, I think it's, uh, it's like no, November, November, I believe? Yeah, I November think December. Off. Anyway, it's, it's going to finish up this, uh, this year. I think they should cool it off and then maybe don't announce a new writer or a new team until like March or April. Yeah, I, I could see that. So, uh, Tony S. Daniel coming back to Marvel and he hasn't been, did anything for Marvel in 20 years. Really? <laughs> I think that's something. Like I didn't know it was that. Guy. Yeah. Wow. So the last time he worked on Marvel was X-Force and then Gambit and the Externals, which is in the mid-90s. Breaking news. Yeah, ain't that some? So he's doing wow. a... He's going to draw some covers for Amazing Spider-Man issue 35 and 36. But I, I, I didn't think it was 20 years that he, he has worked for Marvel. So that's crazy. So I guess he, he'll be on the last issue of uh, Tom King's Batman, which is issue 85. And then whoever, probably Bendis, will take over Batman. Maybe he'll get Malieve. That's that. Maybe that's a hook. It's him and him. Well, you know. Well, yeah, you were there when we met him at the special edition. And I had him sign a whole bunch of Daredevil stuff. Yeah. And he was telling me that he absolutely loved working with Alex and Malieve. So go over there and bother him. He told me where he was. <laughs> and every now we see Alex. Alex is always there at uh, New York Comic Con. I always bring up the stuff with Bendis. And, you know, sometimes he's in a mood. <laughs> uh, maybe just, he's so busy. Every time I bring up Bendis' name, it always up with the smile. Alex was well, a really good guy. He's a really busy guy. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I highly recommend anybody to go out and visit him. But he does have times on his table. Like He may be at the table at 2 o'clock. He may say, not sign until 3.30. Even though he's there, don't bother. He's, he's busy working. Yeah, he's banging so out some, uh, some covers or commissions or something. Yeah. So, he's a moving. All right there, partner. Um, so, okay, you. I'm going to talk about what I read. Go ahead, because I didn't get my books yet. I, I, oh, man, I'm so hey, busy all the go. time. I, I, I don't even know who will get down today. Maybe after the gym. It's, it's hard to get down when it's 45 minutes away. So, I want to get yeah, down because you. I want to read uh, the Spider-Man. And the new Spider-Man and a couple other books, but I didn't get there yet. So go ahead, tell me what you read from this week. This was an excellent, excellent week. All A's across the board. Absolute Carnage, A plus. Eddie is trying to get out of Dodge from the Carnage Blitz, as pretty much I'm calling it. So he goes to Rikers Island, and as soon as he walks in there, he runs into Captain America, Wolverine, Spider-Man, and Thing. So the way that I see it, I could be wrong. Despite, I mean, obviously this is this was issue three. So one issue left. But the way I understand pro wrestling booking, it's going to come to a Venom, Captain America, Wolverine, Spider-Man, and Thing versus the all the Carnages. Mm. And I think that the Red Goblin is going to turn, and you're going to get a they, Red yeah, Goblin. They, they're kind of built that off in the first issue. We, when they first talk to each other, they're kind of, oh, they're not going to work together all the time. Yeah, so I'm super excited about that. House of X, A+. I'm not going to really spoil this, because I know we're going to probably talk about this Maybe once the trade comes out all together, because there's so much stuff. And I know that you're getting this, so I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, Magneto finds out that Cerebro has more than one use. Mm. And Storm leads the new mutant revolution. Mutant and proud. Oh, wow. Tony Stark, Iron Man. This was an A+. This was the best issue of Tony of Iron Man that I read since probably the Fraction Run. Oh. 
like around 10. And, and this is with Dan Slott right now, right? This is Dan Slott, yeah. Tony finds out that he's just a copy of himself. Really? Uh, Hank Pin, um, yeah, um, Hank Pin has turned into Ultron. Oh. And, and Janet Van Dyne has turned into Jocasta. Now, I don't know if you remember, I believe it was either Bendis' run or it was Q6 run with uh, George Perez. And Jocasta is basically the female version of Ultron. Okay. So, yeah, so Henry Pin is now Ultron. Jocasta is the female Ultron. And Arno, who is Tony Stark's evil twin brother that he didn't know that he had up until a couple years yeah. ago, is all behind it. So Tony gets Rhodey and says, hey, Rhodey, we need to make this right. So they go in to blow up all the Ultrons because they're making, uh, you know, the, the, between Arnold, Henry Pym, and Janet, they're making a whole bunch of uh, Ultron clones, as in Age of Ultron, the movie, and Benson's run. So Tony and Rhodey go to blow everything up, and basically as they save Janet and they save Henry Pym, that Tony's armor turns into Ultron armor. And see, that's where we end it. So we may have an Ultron, Tony Stark, Iron Man uh, villain. Coming out in the next issue. That would be pretty good. That's something that they never did. Batman, this was just an A minus. It's a really good issue. But basically, Bruce matches Malone and Selena Kyle are they're still on the beach. They're mm. basically they're still on the beach preparing for Bane. So it's like alright, like it's kind of just the trailer issue, really nothing happened. But the is really good. There's really good banter between Bruce and Selena, which I thought was uh, really, really good and really fun to watch uh, fun to fun to read, but kind of didn't go anywhere. Mm. Well, I guess he's, he's he's wrapping it up soon, so maybe he had to stretch it out for a couple issues or so. Even though he has the Batman and Catwoman book coming out, but who knows? Yeah, so we'll see what happens. Flash Forward. This is just. I, I seen this one. I was gonna ask if you got it. Yes, I did. My my guys threw it in my bag, and I figured, hey, what the heck? It's basically the Flash team from the New Fifty Two. It's like Scott Lobel. Our buddy Norm Ratman was on the uh, the colors and inks. So of course, did a fantastic job. Basically, takes place right after uh, Heroes in Crisis. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Um, was it Heroes in Crisis? What was the... What, the one that just happened? Yeah, was it... Yeah, was that... Yeah, Heroes in Crisis. Okay, I was right. Where w- Wally West is the murderer. Yeah, yeah. And it comes yeah. down like him and Harley. Yeah, so him and... Uh, he's basically in jail for uh, for all the crimes he committed. He has a... He has a, a collar around him that dampens his, his powers. And then he runs in like tar pit like all like the C-level villains. And they find out how to get the collars off so they basically try to kill Wally because he doesn't have his powers and then uh, Tempest comes because he's the leader of the dark multiverse he takes Wally's collar off so this way he can run around and, and beat the villains which obviously he does so Tempest basically says we need you the reason why I saved you is because we need you to help us save the dark multiverse so it's like I have no idea where that's going it's only six issues so five more left I'm going to definitely jump onto this one uh, I thought it was really really good so we're going to see Wally West basically going into the dark multiverse which I don't think we've ever seen before no and it looks really good with Norm and uh, Brett Booth yeah yeah Brett Booth's great uh, Superman I, this we kind of hit or miss for me this was a hit this was a solid A Adam Strange comes from the 31st century to uh, brings the Legion of superheroes to celebrate Unity Day Strange shows Clark footage of the crimes his dad did right before Krypton exploded and it looks like that his dad, Jor-El, was definitely guilty. Superman and Zod shake hands, code of honor, brother, and agree to make the world a better place because you know that Dastly Zod is probably going to turn on Superman. I, I would say so. <laughs> uh, Valkyrie, Jane Foster, I did finish issue two. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's, I know you read issue two, so I'm going to do a brief synopsis of two and three. I read them back to back. 
After War of the Realm, the Asgardian weapons are left behind. Bullseye gets the Dragon Fang sword and kills Heimdall. Jane basically t uh, takes out Bullseye, takes Heimdall as he's dying, and said, I'm going to lead you to journey into mystery, Wing, which I thought was a, yeah. a fun little last page in issue two. Yeah. And she basically takes... Now, you're you're getting this, right? Yeah, so I read two, but uh, I didn't get read three yet. I, I won't ruin it for you, but she takes Heimdall to Hades, where I guess that's where the journey of mystery was, to try to cure him with the world tree. Hmm. Oh, right, so, right. you know, I, that, I would say Heimdall's probably going to come back. You know, and that's they did. That was an A+. That blew my socks off. Yeah. That was great. It's a, it's a good book, and I, I would assume Jason Aaron kind of gave the direction that Al Ewing's going to take it over fully. So, I, I got that one on my, my pool list to uh to get signed at uh, New York Comic Con, because Al Ewing's going to be there. Yeah. Now, are you going to get... Uh, we haven't met Al Ewing. He's always no. supposed to be there, but we always miss him, so... I got the fancy wraparound cover of issue three, so I'm gonna try to get that signed and maybe something for original sin. So Ooh. we we shall see. But you know, my book of the week is it was literally the first thing I read. It got they threw it in my bag. I had no interest in reading it just because I get so much stuff, and it was four ninety nine. But I figured, ah, what the hey? I'm so glad I read this. It was the Spider Man book by basically J J Abrams. Yeah, just and, called uh, Spider Man. Yeah, with Sarah Pacelli's art, which oh, she's so good. She is oh, such yeah. a great artist. Uh, now, you, are you going to get this? Yeah, I'm going to get it. I, I didn't tell my shop to pull it, but I'll, I'm sure I can get a copy. If not, I'll uh, get one in New York. Yeah. I'm basically I'm not going to spoil it. I'm just going to set it up. Spider-Man is in New York City fighting a huge fight. Mary Jane's there. Mary Jane gets killed. And they fast-forward 12 years later. Oh, that's all I'm going to say. That's pretty cool. And that's only six, five or six issue mini. Oh, is it? I thought it was an ongoing. I think, yeah. I believe it's only five or six issues. I right, will take your word for it, sir. Excellent, excellent week of comics. Excellent week of wrestling. Good stuff going going forward. Um, I don't know if there's anything else that... Uh, you said you didn't read anything. No, anything but that's I, I, I didn't get to read Spawn yet or anything, so I'm, I'm so behind or everything. Um, just the, the Batman news is really the... They announced the, the writer tomorrow. That's the big comic news. There's not, not too much comic news, but New York Comic Con's right around the corner, so if there's any news, they're probably going to hold off for that. I can't see them, you know, announcing something crazy, and then New York Comic Con happens four days later, and they're just gonna hold off. So it's funny, funny DC didn't hold off, but I mean, Batman Day. I forgot it was Batman Day. I think some shops have like a free Batman issue, like an old one that they're doing, kind of like a the Halloween free comic book day, whatever that one's called. I think it's just called Halloween comic book day or whatever. Fake free comic book. Day. Yeah, yeah, fake free comic. This is fake, 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 fake Batman free comic book day. So I don't know. It'd be cool to see who uh, who they announced to write Batman. I'm gonna say Bendis. If that was a Batman, I'd say Bendis. I would have said Bendis. He's on too. He's on too much stuff. He's on the two Superman books. Doesn't he have like Naomi and something else? Hey, I think Naomi was only six issues, and then he was doing all those like uh, what cover and whatever. Like he had them three creator-owned ones that they're doing out of Virgo or whatever they're calling Virgo now. So but I think they're done. So I think he's really only doing Superman and action. But maybe he's gonna give up one of them. I, I don't know. He's doing Legion. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's doing Legion. Yeah, that started. Which I, I never cared for Legion, Legion Supergirls too much, you know? I read the first issue just because they loaded it with Jim Lee art. Oh, okay. And, and well, so Bendis they... and Jim Lee. So it was like, yeah, you know, and it was really fun. But I'm like, I know Jim Lee's not going to be on this book. No. So I'm like, yeah, so. <laughs> not when he's like the president of the company or whatever he is. Yeah, so. Uh, I thought it was really good, but just, it's just too much comics. Yeah, that's what I think. You know, I can't read everything. Just like can't watch every wrestling, unless you're just uh, some rich guy and you don't do nothing all day except whatever the hell you want. <laughs> I propose that either they make the day longer than 24 hours, or they make it eight days, yeah. seven days a week. Add or... another day in, please. 
or, you know, I'm going to circle back to it. I didn't think I'd be talking about the Matt Fraction Ironman run twice in one day, which is a phenomenal run. But during that run, Tony creates a pill where you can stay up for 24 hours. Oh, there we go. That's what we need. You can, you can do a lot in 24 hours. That definitely. Imagine if you didn't have to sleep. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. I think we did talk about that because I think we were talking about going to the gym for four hours in the day. Yeah. Imagine that if you just had like an unlimited hours in the day, basically do whatever you want. You'd be fully caught up on everything. You'd be like, oh, I watched that, read that, I did it all. Played that game, beat it, you know? But for, unfortunately, you can't. Speaking of any, you know, what, what kind of wrapping things up here, any video games, anything? Uh... Uh, the, the only thing I, I've been, I, uh, a game called Torchlight. Torchlight 1, well, this is Torchlight 2. Torchlight 1 was on 360 computer. I don't think it was on PlayStation 3 at the time. This, I got it for PlayStation 4. It's a. Uh, a dungeon crawler like Diablo, or kind of like uh, the uh, Ultimate Alliance, and uh, you know, Swords of Sorcery. It's really fun. That's why I've been playing. Yeah, Ultimate Alliance. I kind of, I kind of got a little sick of uh, the third one because all the, everyone's powers levels up exactly the same, which is kind of a downer. And the whole like you can't level, like if you have four people in your party and you want to, oh, I haven't used Drax since the beginning of the game. You want to put him in? He's level four, and the level four. It takes the same amount of time level to level five as it does thirty-two to thirty-three. It's like, ugh. So Ultimate oh, Alliance, really? yeah. When you when you start playing for a little, it gets a little bit broken, and then you'll get a new character. A new character will be two levels higher than every character you have. So you're like, well, I'm just gonna use Elsa Bloodstone because she's two levels higher, so she's stronger than the characters I do have. But then if you swap her in, and you swap with somebody out, they don't get experience. Like the only the four people you use get experience, which just kind of breaks the game. And it's kind of people that they made it, they didn't really understand role-playing games because they made Ninja Gaiden, uh, the last one that came out for, I believe it was 360 or something. So they're more an action thing. So that's why the uh, role-playing elements are a little, a little light in Ultimate Light. So the graphics are cool, it's cool that all the characters are in, but the, the gameplay, once you get further on, it kind of gets a little a little too hard because of bad game design. Well, speaking of video games, and I purposely segue this, top five... I'm gonna usually I'm gonna jump the gun. I'm gonna okay. Go, go ahead. With the PlayStation Five coming out, having backwards compatibility, but that is you can play PlayStation One, Two, Three, Four, and Five games. Yeah, give which me your is top smart. Five. Yes, yes. Give me your top five favorite PlayStation One and Two games. Oh wow! One we well, you could have. Not, not not five each, just five between the two. Yeah, I know you're saying five total. So God of yes. War, uh, Crash Bandicoot. Metal Gear 1 was very good on PlayStation. I think I think we only got one. Oh, then there was Metal Gear 2 was on PlayStation 2. So Metal Gear, God of War, Crash Bandicoot, and then Twisted Metal, and... Uh, you want to say God of War 2? Well, well I'll consider God of War all okay. one thing. And then... Do you know, there's only... I would say Castlevania, but there's only that one game. It was only Symphony of the Night, and it was on everything. But I don't know. I guess we would say the Castle... Oh, no, no. I, I'll replace it. Final Fantasy. Because you got 7, okay. 8, and 9. And then PlayStation 2 had 10 and 10, too. I was going to say God of War 1 and 2. So oh, okay. If well, if hey. You're if you're including him as one, I'm going to include it as one. So I got to think. So God of War. Okay. One, two, so that one. Definitely Castlevania Symbol of the Night. WCW vs. The World. Oh, yeah. I, I, that's a great game. I still have it. Yeah. The Dragon does the, his, his special move. Is he does a German suplex into the, the O'Connor Old Backman Bridge. Oh, he does, yeah. Crash Bandicoot, and I'm going to say uh, Tecmo Super Bowl. Oh, okay, cool. And, and there's also Tekken, Soul Calibur. And there's there's a bunch of good things for PlayStation. Tomb Raider. The yeah, first two Tomb Raiders are really good. Actually, yeah, actually, I think there was three or four on PlayStation 1 alone. And then there was a couple not-so-good ones on PlayStation 2. There, yeah, there's a lot of this. I guess Chris said Grand Theft Auto, because uh, 1 and 2 start on PlayStation 1. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. 
I mean, you're gonna keep going on and on. There's so many PlayStation 1 games when you think about it, because I, I go back and collect some of them. And uh, I was looking at this one list, and I was like, geez, there's so much. <laughs> it's Wait, insane. when the PlayStation 5 officially gets released, Wait to, now I know you you are like you're an old game gamer collector, but wait till you see on eBay and Amazon and these retro shops what their prices are gonna double and triple. Yeah, it's especially like the the hot older games because now you can play them. Like right now you can't play anything with PlayStation Four games on PlayStation Four. So like the PlayStation Three games, like oh you know people don't really want it unless it's real rare. But yeah, once you can be the ability to play them all, yeah, that's that that's awesome. That's a smart move. I think all new systems should do that. Like, the new Xbox should play all the old Xbox games. I can understand Nintendo, because it's just not a slot to put a Super Nintendo game in, so like, I kind of get that. But when it's all CD, why not? So what do you think so the first PlayStation 5 game will be? You think it'll be God of War, or you think it'll be like something something new? I know Gran Turismo they're big on, the racing game. That's what I was going to ask. You're obviously more of a gamer than I. I obviously am a huge God of War fan, and anything comic book related, you know, I always get that. Uh, obviously, Spider-Man, I have not got a chance to playing a long time absolute love I just don't have the time God of War I make time I figure it out but you tell me I mean is like for I believe Halo is like the Super Mario Brothers of Xbox yes, correct? yes what is the Super Super Mario Brothers of PlayStation now it was Crash Bandicoot yeah. but I don't think that's the. I think that's got that's gotten overtaken so yeah it's, it's got God of War Uncharted and I would say that that Last of Us, but there's only been one of them. I know they're making a Last of Us two. Oh no, wait, maybe two came out. I don't think two came out. I, I didn't really care for the game too much, so if two didn't come out, it's coming out. Maybe they're gonna hold that off. So I would say probably one of those. Gran Turismo, they're always a Gran Turismo. So maybe that's like one that maybe they release four games when it first come out. It's Gran Turismo. I would say the new God of War. They probably will hold that off until uh, PlayStation Five because they're, they're saying it's gonna come out in 2020. So it's only a year. I mean, maybe they'll put the next God of War on PlayStation 4, but I would say they hold off. And then you get God of War and Gran Turismo, and maybe maybe the Last of Us game that they're big on. Or maybe, maybe a new Uncharted, because they're real big on that. And uh, their shooters are, uh, oh, what is it, Resistance and Killzone? I never really got into either of them. But that's their, their Halo, basically. Yeah, we'll, we'll see, but I'm, 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 I'm hoping it's God of War. Yeah, me too. So, maybe uh, Spider-Man uh, 2. Maybe they'll hold off on that. Yeah, maybe a new Batman Arkham game. Yeah, yeah. Or, or Infamous is another big one. That, that That's a fun game, Superhero Action. So my, my top five is actually wrestling related. So you're the booker, AEW. Who's the top five guys that will be your World Heavyweight Champion in the years to come? Kenny Omega. Probably on the same list, probably. Pentagon. Ooh, okay. Sean Spears. Ooh. Just for something different. I don't think NJF is ready to just yet. Yeah. Now you're talking about guys that are currently under contract. Right? Yeah, yeah. You can't say like Rusev, you know, because he, he probably will go there. But yeah, that, uh, Cody before, and then uh, oh, Hangman Page. Okay, there you go. Yeah, but so basically, I'm with you. Just like, let's say it's the next year or two. So I'll say Kenny. I'm gonna I'm gonna put MJF there. Not now, but like maybe in a year or two. Put MJF there because it, it. I mean, do they have a bigger heel? Probably not. Uh, I will go Cody. And I'll go with Hangman, and then I'll throw. Let's see here. There's a guy that's that's coming, but we said only on contract. I'll say it after. Um, let's see. Uh, you know what? When Dustin, <laughs> just to have uh. one last, we'll, we'll put on Dustin. Maybe maybe he wins it from the bad guy, the MJF, and then Cody beats him or something. And then, and then a guy that's gonna be there come November, Marty Scroll, but that don't count. 
Because his ROH contract runs up in November. So, yeah. yeah, come on. I think that's a lock. He's still in the Being the Elite intro. Really? Yeah, they still have him. Like, like it's a, it's like a, an eight bit, like or sixteen bit, like video game looking thing. And Marty's floating in the background. It's clearly him with his uh thing and stuff. And Flip is still in it too, and he still says book Flip. So I would think when Flip's con- ROH contract runs up, I uh, kind of know where he's going. Oh, you should have said Orange Cassidy. We both should have said Orange. Oh yeah, Orange Cassidy. You, just, you never know. Just a sh- show some love. Show yeah, some love. that'd be awesome. I'm I think we're just about Shatterpool. I gotta get back to some things here. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Or you think this is as good as any place to wrap her up? Yeah, I'll start wrapping up right here. You can see me and Austin Aries and Frank Mir and Enzo and Madison Rain at PPW in Hazleton Holy Family Academy, and that is tomorrow, uh, September the 21st. So, should be a good show. And if you want to find me, just look me up on Instagram and Facebook. That's my name, Andy Header, and I'll tag you in. I will say this, partner, for the big hot tag. I don't have to say this because you're my partner and you're my brother. But even though we loaded with wrestling shows this week, I, I think the hot topic next week is is your show, is the PPW show, because I want to hear uh, about the advice you gave Frank Mir on how to be a shooter. Brother. <laughs> yeah. So I'm really, really looking forward to it. Uh, you know, I wonder just you know what interaction Frank Mir is going to have at all during the show. Yeah. Obviously, Austin Aries, former Ring of Honor heavyweight champion, was super helpful to me when I was there. So. Uh, super excited to hear about that. But if you guys want to get a hold of me, questions, comments, concerns, you guys want to talk about wrestling or just life in general, hook me up on the Twitter and the Instagram, Matt underscore Turner OF. Uh, if you guys are looking for some really good supplements, I plug it all the time because I use them. I'm drinking some actually mango all day you may. Ooh, sounds uh, good. Uh, pineapple mango Ooh, all day you may. Even better. Speak. Yes, it's, uh, it's, this is fantastic. This is the best BCAA that's out there. For anybody that needs a little boost of energy, always start your day with some branch chain amino acids. So anywho, go over to 5% Nutrition, type in Turner for your discount code, get some all day you may, get some 5150, get some carbs and protein. Uh, get yourself to the next level, boys. So mm-hmm. I think that's about it for, uh, for this episode. So. Yeah, episode 67, over and out. We'll see you next time. <laughs>